words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. The witness of the Spirit. The witness of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is better encountered and explained. There's not much you can say about the Holy Spirit to the person who hasn't encountered Him. But to Him who knows of the Spirit and who has walked with the Spirit, that's everything you'll be longing for. Every waking up moment, every going to bed moment, there will be a hunger in your spirit. The witness of the Spirit. John chapter 3 verse 8. The wind blows where it wishes. And you hear the sound of it. But you cannot tell where it comes from. And where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a later invention of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit has always been there from the very beginning. In the Old Testament, we see where Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The Holy Spirit was there at creation, directing the affairs. A man of God said that the Holy Spirit was actually the actualizer of everything God says. He was the one who was doing the work of God. When God speaks, the Holy Spirit does, executes. So when Jesus came, he did nothing without the person of the Holy Spirit. And you heard the prophecy of Jesus Christ and how he read this same scripture in Isaiah 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings of the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. So we receive this invitation to live by the Spirit. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Scripture after Scripture, prophet after prophet, they spoke to the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came upon every person who did anything for God in the Old Testament. And you hear, and the Spirit of God was upon Samuel. And the Spirit of God was upon Elijah. Elijah gathered his garments in the power of the Spirit and ran ahead of the chariots. And the Spirit of God came upon Samson. And he took the gates of Philistia and ran up the hill and dumped a massive gate of a city. Blew the city open by the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> we saw the apostles as well doing works in the strength of the Holy Spirit. We read it and Jesus said to them, wait, don't do anything without the Holy Spirit. Wait until He comes. Wait until He infills you. Wait until you are sure you are carrying Him. Don't wing it. Don't wing it. Do it 
by the Spirit. Holy Spirit. Emboss on someone's heart the knowledge of who you are. Not just a theory. Not just a few tongues. Let the river of the Spirit flow into someone's life today in the name of Jesus Christ. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Ask me where does failure comes? Failure comes by you doing things without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your protection. The Holy Spirit is your keeper. The Holy Spirit is a boundary around you. Some of you have created boundaries by yourself. Your boundaries are wrong because they're not birth of the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is the one mandated by God to keep the boundary of your life. So if the Holy Spirit asks you to go, He knows you are safe in going. As many as release your lives to be handheld by the Spirit, to be told when to sit, when to stand, when to jump, when to be happy, when to be sorrowful, as many as release themselves to the work of the Spirit. These are the ones who are called the sons of God. So other people who live by their senses, who live by their ideologies, they are not the sons of God. As many as accept the leadership of the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you received the spirit of adoption. By which we cry out. Abba, Father. And the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. That we are the children of God. A witness of the Spirit. Kilota Bikesha Lente Kamasuta. I hope that the holy transaction can happen today. I hope that something I am believing God that something incredible will happen in someone's heart today. I hope that someone today can receive the embossing of the Spirit of God and they will know clearly that they walk with the Spirit of God. And they are the sons of God. The first witness that you're going to receive is the witness that you belong. Say, I belong. Say, I belong. It's the witness of belonging. Witness of the fact that this thing is not for some people that excludes you. Say, I belong. That's the first witness that the Holy Spirit comes to do in our hearts. Because the devil causes you to doubt. He fights for every position you occupy. He fights for every day. And all of us have our quirks. We have our differences. We have the way we are. Some of us are loud. Some of us are quiet. Some of us are subtle. Some of us are tender. Some of us are brash. Some of us are actually uncouth. But we all belong. Say, I belong. Hallelujah. So, I'm going to touch on three area, areas of the work of the witness of the Spirit. Number one is the mark. Number two is the wisdom of the Spirit. And number three is in the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. Let's declare this together. I would like you to stand on your feet and say this on top of your voice. I would like you to stand on your feet, except you are sick in your legs. Stand on your feet and stretch your legs out. Stretch your legs out and said, I am refilled. So let's read this together. One, two, go. I am not asked to go through life blind. I am not sent to figure it out by myself on my own. God has gone ahead of me. The Father knows what I'm like. I drain out quickly, run out of virtue, so need to be built up. I do not have treasure that stays always. So Lord, I need your refill. Fill me up again. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has appointed me to life in the Spirit. I have wisdom. I operate by conviction. 
I am supernatural. The resource of heaven and the deep places of the earth are mine. I am refilled as I wait. All that God has proposed for men of this generation, I enter into. I come into his full purpose for me. As for me, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. Say that last line again. As for me, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. I want you to make this a prayer one more time. Place your hand on your chest and begin to declare the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has appointed me to life in the Spirit. I have wisdom. I operate by conviction. I am supernatural. The resource of heaven and the deep places of the earth are mine. I am refilled as I wait upon the Lord. All that God has proposed for the men of this generation. I receive strength. I enter into them. I come into the fullness of God's purpose for me. As for me, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. As for me, there is an infilling. As for me, there is a flow of the Spirit. As for me, there's, a, there's an unrestricted flow. I have access into the grace of God. I have access into the resource of God. I am strengthened in my spirit, man. It doesn't matter all that I've seen and all I've gone through. I'm strong in the Spirit. The hand of the Lord is upon me. I'm full of power. I'm full of unction. The deep places of the earth open up to me. The heavens I transverse by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God leads me. The Spirit of God guides me. The Spirit of God teaches me all things. All things that pertain to life and godliness are mine through the knowledge of Him who called me by glory and virtue. I have a goodly heritage. The hand of the Lord is upon me. The glory of God is at work in my life. I receive strength. I receive life in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. You may be seated. The first witness of the Spirit is the mark of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives a witness that you are the Son of God by giving you a mark. The mark of the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 to 14. In Him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of of his glory. God wanted to show you that you belong to him. God wanted to reveal to you that you are his. So what did he do? He sent a guarantee, like a letter, to guarantee that you are his. That letter is the earnest of the Spirit on your inside. The Holy Spirit, big S, comes to your human spirit, small s, and bears an embossing witness with your spirit that you belong, that you're not lost, that you're not wandering by yourself through the world, that you belong. Say, I belong. I belong. You are God's. You are His own. Because sometimes we wonder, how many years do I become a Christian before I belong? I still fall into sin. Do I belong? I have thoughts about killing some people in my life. Do I belong? You know how some people do you stuff and you feel like ending them. You feel like revenging. Sometimes you have actually revenged and you are happy about the revenge. <laughs> Do you belong? 
you fall into sin. You fall into sin. You keep a habit of sin. Do you belong? Kanos teki balute kasadaba. He gave you a certificate before you began the journey. The seal of the Holy Spirit. That you belong. And this keeps bringing you back. When they say you don't belong, you lift up the certificate. They say you don't have him. You lift up the certificate. You look at it. The devil uses the event. God uses ownership. Whose are you? <laughs> you belong. A guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption is ready. A guarantee. <laughs> Once you believe, he marks you. God marks you. That's why some of you have not gone. You've actually traveled far into the zone of wickedness. Time will fail me to detail my own sins and my own wandering path and how my heart wanders away from God. How many times I've thought about quitting from being a pastor. How many times I've thought about running away from everything. Divorcing my wife, abandoning my children. <laughs> Moving to an empty island far, far away where I can finally be free. But I belong to him. I belong to him. You belong to him. Amak. Thank you. Thank you, Paracletus. Thank you for the witness. When I feel incapable, when I feel unworthy, you wash me again. You tell me, stop sowing to the flesh. Don't give in to the flesh anymore. Come along, my child. You belong to me. And he mocked me and said, I belong. And so do you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Three convictions. The world of sin, of righteousness and judgment. <laughs> this is such a heavy message I don't know but I feel like some transactions are going on in the hearts of every one of us if you allow yourself the Holy Spirit will work something inside of you that after today you will no more go back and second guess yourself three things the Holy Spirit does to us I know we reject the concept that there is still any work being done with sin but look at it, it says, I will convict the world of three things. Number one, sin. Number two, righteousness. Number three, judgment. I will be teaching the world how to understand sin. 
There's some messages going on right now that says the gospel is not a sin management system. The Holy Spirit says, I am always going to be pointing out sin. Because sometimes we feel that we are righteous. But God knows best our intentions. So he burrows in deep and expunges the leaven from inside our lives. There's still a work ongoing. There's still a work ongoing. You have not been perfected yet. So God will keep reminding you of the places where you're feeling. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Convicts you of sin. Then he teaches you righteousness. He doesn't just teach you about sin. He teaches you how to be righteous. How to be accurate with God. How to bring forth offerings that are perfect before God. How to live in such a way that what you do before God's eyes is right. And judgment. Judgment, how to discern. How to measure. How to calculate. The Holy Spirit does all this three. Of sin because many do not believe in him. Of righteousness because I'm going to go to the Father and you're not going to see me anymore. Of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. The Spirit, I'll teach you how the devil has been judged. I'll teach you righteousness because I may not be among you anymore. I'll teach you sin because even though we believe, unbelief is always constantly trying to what? Creep in. Amen. Number two, the witness of wisdom. This is the grace of God for everyday life. So normally when you know God, next slide, what you have is zeal. And in the space of zeal, what happens is generally religious control. Zeal without knowledge makes you to want to control other people. If you see yourself always trying to handle people and control them, it means you have zeal. But you don't have full understanding yet. So if you go to those religious churches where the main thing is control, is zeal without knowledge. Then, there's also modern ideology. There's a new thinking that everything is right. Nothing is incorrect. And that you can, you can find the truth for yourself. And you can create your own truth. And you can speak your truth. That is a lie. Truth must have a benchmark. Truth must have foundation. And Barack Obama will tell you to, to go and do it, but you can. But you need tools to go and do it. So, in the place of modern ideology, what you find is a thinking that is based on man-centered protectionism. I spoke to that earlier. Many people think that when they hide themselves using their personal boundaries that are doing the right thing. Guess what? You're not supposed to protect yourself. Guess who protects you? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows when that relationship is bad for you. He tells you. The Holy Spirit knows when someone should not come, he tells you. The Holy Spirit knows when, when you should go. He tells you. The Holy Spirit is always talking to us, but we don't respect the Holy Spirit on our inside because the devil com confuses us on number one, which is what? Who you belong to. So you are thinking like, maybe I'm not fully a child of God yet. I'm still work in progress. And because you don't assume that you have the fullness, you mark yourself down in terms of trusting 
the judgment of your spirit. As you pray, as you get in with the spirit of God, one thing that happens to you is that your judgment becomes sharper. Many of us go into mind work. This is the highest level of human activity without God. And many times it's very powerful. Craftsmanship. You see nations design nations here. You see towers, citadels rise on the account of human intelligence. This is the highest form of human activity. It's based on intelligence. All scientists subscribe to this. Theologians and curators of new order, new world order subscribe to this. But it's still less than God's idea. The best of man's idea is still less than God's idea. Guess what God's idea is? I call it fusion worldview. Say it after me. Say it again. Ah, you guys don't believe it. Say fusion worldview. That is the amalgamation of all opinions and all types of performances. Fusion worldview is actually something that includes zeal, includes modern ideology, includes intelligence, but is covered all up by God's idea. So none of these things are wrong in themselves, absolutely. So long as God's idea is the containing instrument that puts it together. The Holy Spirit is given to put together our ideology. What you believe is supposed to be shaped by the Holy Spirit. Truth, shaped by the Holy Spirit. Power, shaped by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes to give us wisdom. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, for you travel land and sea to win one proselyte. When he's one, you make him twice as a son of hell as yourself. If we read this scripture, where do we put it? If you go back one slide, that scripture, where do you put it? Under what? You travel land and sea to win one sinner. But when he is one, you make him twice. Because zeal alone does not even have... Do you know how some Christians, the ideas of some Christians cannot stand the, the light of modernism? So when you test it by modern ideas, it's fickle. So you say we must go and do something. But when you test that idea by developments in science that idea falls apart. So zeal alone is actually the lowest form. So this is where religion sits. It goes and makes people children of God, but it doesn't have the witness of the Holy Spirit. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. For this, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. To virtue, knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. How many of you can do this? Do you see why the Holy Spirit is needed for you to do the wisdom of God? For you to walk in this world as wise. You need the witness of the Spirit of God to enable you to grow in faith, to grow in virtue, to grow in knowledge, to grow in self-control, to grow in perseverance, to grow in godliness, to grow in brotherly kindness, and to grow in love. So there are always two kinds of fire then. There is the spiritual fire and the intelligent fire. The Holy Spirit does both. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were all sitting and they appeared to them, divided tongues of fire as of fire and one sat upon each of them. This is what? 
spiritual fire. Say spiritual fire. The witness of the Spirit actually brings spiritual fire. But that's not all it brings. It also brings intelligent fire. So, see, I have called him, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hor, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, in all manner of craftsmanship to design artistic works, to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting jewels, for setting in carving wood and to work all manner of workmanship. And the Spirit of God worked it in Bezalel. That is what? Intelligent fire. The Holy Spirit also does bring intelligence. The Holy Spirit is not only to make you shout and scream in prayer. The Holy Spirit is able to bring you into the workplace and make you creative at your work. The Holy Spirit is able to bring excellence out of you. The Holy Spirit is able to make you do accurate work. The Holy Spirit is able to help you to design, to help you to build, to help you to create, to help you to dominate, to help you to be strategic at work. The Holy Spirit will tell you who to ally with. Amen. I'm taking time to explain this. And this scripture in Job is actually a beautiful scripture that I want us to read over and over as we crave intelligent wisdom. Let's read it together. But there is a spirit in man and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. Another translation says, makes a man wise. This should be your anchor scripture. Let's read it again. But there is a spirit in man and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. There's a spirit in you. There's a spirit in man. And the breath of the Almighty, the Ruach of the Almighty, brings this man understanding. There's a spirit, your human spirit. Can you see the small s? There's a spirit in man, a small s. Check your Bible to see whether it's a big s. Small s. There is a spirit in man. What is that? Human spirit. And the breath of the Almighty, what is that? The Holy Spirit. Breathes on your human spirit to make you to be of wise, understanding, discerning, discretionary, powerful, intuitive. The Holy Spirit is available. He is available for you. The witness of the Spirit is available for you to make new deals. For you to create wealth. For you to build your family. The Holy Spirit is available. He is available. Amen. Say amen. amen. But there is a spirit in man. The breath of the Almighty gives this man understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. The third part of our message today is the first place where we started from, the supply of the supernatural. It's a river. The Holy Spirit is a river. The witness of the Spirit is a river. It's a river that follows you. It's a river that follows you to everywhere you're going to work. And our first example is Jesus Christ. How God... Let's read this together. One, two, go. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him and we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem whom they killed by hanging him on a tree. 
how God anointed Jesus Christ. How God anointed Jesus Christ. How God anointed Pastor Fred. How God anointed Pastor Uche. How God anointed Lutana. And he went around doing good. Healing all who were sick. Rebuking devils. Casting them out. For God was with him. How God anointed. Say this over someone. How God anointed Pastor Nigel. <laughs> and filled him with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went about doing good. And healing all who are oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. How God anointed my brother. Who went around doing good. Who filled with the Holy Spirit. Casting out demons. Breaking bondages. Removing oppression. How God anointed my brother. The supernatural supply of the Spirit is available for someone today. The supernatural supply of the Spirit is available for someone today. The grace of God. How God anointed you. Jesus is an example for us. As he was anointed, so are you. To break the curse of the devil. To break the root of oppression. To upturn the work of darkness. How God anointed Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit and with power. He went around doing good. Healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Oh, you will not tolerate oppression anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every time you see someone oppressed, something on the inside of you arises. The unction of the Spirit of God arises. How God anointed you with the Holy Spirit. Oh, the anointed ones are rising. The ones called by God are waking up this minute. The ones strengthened by the Spirit of God are coming up. God is anointing some more people today. The grace of the unction of the Spirit of God is coming upon people to break sickness, to remove disease, to curse cancer, to cause mental health to disappear, to cause brokenness to end, to raise up broken institutions by the Spirit of God. How the witness of the Spirit comes upon someone to do all that God wants to do. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And news about him went through all the surrounding region. This was after the temptation in Luke chapter 4. Jesus had just come out from the temptation, the mountain of temptation. The Bible says he was led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Guess how he came back from the wilderness? He returned in the power of the Spirit. He returned in the power of the Spirit. And news about him began to break out. News begin to break out about the man who has returned, about the one who was tempted at an all points found without sin. He began to return in the power of the Spirit. You will return in the power of the Spirit. I don't know where you've failed. I don't know where you've been broken before. You'll go back there in the power of the Spirit. You'll go back, you'll return with the power of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Receive that unction. The supernatural is available for you today. I'm rounding up now. It says, I was with you in weakness, in fear, in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of God you saw that quadrant the wisdom of men looks very attractive but God's idea is where his power is the wisdom of man looks very good it's the highest form of humanity 
men all swear by their wisdom. Men all lay hold of their wisdom. But it's the weakest form of God. <laughs> now, you, when we demonstrate anything in the natural, when many of us love pastors who are eloquent, many of us love pastors who are very organized, I can tell you that I am not very organized. And I can tell you that I'm not the most eloquent of men. But guess what? I long for the Spirit. I wait on the Spirit. I steward the atmosphere of the Spirit. Every song I'm checking by the Spirit. Every move, every person standing up to speak, checked by the Spirit. Our services are Spirit-inspired. We wait on the Holy Spirit so that we will not be doing language and ideology and philosophy of men. We are seeking something. We are seeking the breakout of heaven. And as we increase the temple of our water level, and as we raise the temple of this house, it will not be words. It will be power. You cannot come here and go back the same. You cannot come here and go back into gossiping. You cannot come back here and go back into backbiting and salaciousness and brokenness of all types. The demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit will walk on your inside. And even this morning, He has begun. Spirit of the living God has come. He has come to walk the power of God. He has come to do what only God can do. The wisdom we seek is not the wisdom of men. It's the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of God. Receive the strength of the Spirit. Receive the witness of the Spirit. Receive the witness of the Spirit. Receive the witness of the Spirit. Every one of you receive the power of God. Receive the power of God. Receive the power of God. Lift up your hands, church. Receive the power of God. Receive the power of God. Receive the power of God. Receive the witness of the Spirit. Receive the witness of the Spirit. Receive the fullness of God. For He has come to anoint you with that which causes life to flow. He has come to fill you with that which cuts off problems and challenges. He has come to anoint you with the grace to go out and destroy oppression. How God anointed Jesus Christ who went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed for God was with him. I declare this a season of the supernatural. I declare the season of encounters open. I declare the season of power open. You will walk in power and authority. You rebuke spirits and they will flee. The hand of God will do His awesome work in you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. You have the witness of the Spirit that you belong. You have God's idea with you to give you wisdom. You have the boundaries of God around your life. And you have the power of the supernatural. You have the power of the supernatural. Say, I have it. Say, I have it. Say, I have supernatural power. Say, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I have supernatural power. I just want you to go out today and be different. I want you to go out today and be different. Be different. Don't wait for men to celebrate you. Listen to the applause from heaven. Is heaven clapping for you? Wait for the applause of heaven. Get your confidence from heaven. Don't wait to be perfect in the eyes of people. What the people are thinking is right is actually not right. Don't wait to be accurate among men. Listen to heaven. What does heaven say? What does heaven say? The witness of heaven. Is the witness of the Holy Spirit. Final slide. Mark chapter 16 verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them. 
and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. And they went forth and preached everywhere at work on the streets. They preached everywhere. The Lord was working with them and confirming his word to them with signs and wonders following. Today you will go forth and preach everywhere. The Lord will walk with you and confirm his word in your life with signs and wonders following. You will heal the sick. You will raise the broken. You rebuke devils and they will flee. The Lord will confirm his word in your life. You will do creative things. The purpose of God will come upon you. The hand of God will flow in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. The atmosphere is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. The Lord has appointed you out of Zion. As a vessel of righteousness. As a vessel of truth. Declare the power of God. Declare the word of God. Wherever you go. The Lord will confirm his word through your mouth. Your mouth will declare it and the Lord will do it. The Lord will cut off disease. The Lord will cast out demons. The Lord will uproot ancient foundations. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive the power. Receive the spirit. Receive the fullness. Receive the witness of the Holy Spirit. Receive the witness of the Holy Spirit. Receive the witness of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Before I go, all night yesterday, the Holy Spirit was telling me, watch the revivals. Watch the revivals. I was watching Azusa Street. It was a black man, William Seymour. He had smallpox. He was blind in one eye. And they read the scripture that they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the one scripture they read in book of Acts chapter 2 verse 1. They read it. And somebody, it was like Pastor Fred, came and said, this is what the Bible says. Pray over me. And William Seymour, a black man in a black church, prayed over this man. And boom, the man began to speak in tongues. And they couldn't stop. They did three days there. They couldn't stop. They moved out to... 3201 or something Azusa Street that's why it's called Azusa Street Revival the revival in towns I told you about the revival of the Isle of the Hebrides two women prayed they said they were not happy with how things were they were looking for more they were looking for more they were looking for more they were looking for the witness of the Spirit of God I was listening to Catherine Coleman. She said, if you know the Holy Spirit, if you know the Holy Spirit, if you know the Holy Spirit, you would honor Him. You would honor Him. And He goes where He is honored. He goes where He is valued. He goes where He is treasured. Oh, this morning is for the yielding of your heart to the work of the Spirit of God. And he will come in. He will come in. Perish that ideology. Don't look at me. Forget me. I'm insignificant. I'm a flawed man. But the Holy Spirit is able. The Holy Spirit is able to sweep into your life. To sweep into your world. And to break open door after door for you. The failure you have is the failure to yield to the Holy Spirit. The thing you cannot do is the extent to which you have not yielded to the Holy Spirit. Human intelligence is good, but it's small compared to the idea in the heart of God. Yield to the Spirit. Yield to the Spirit. Yield to the Spirit. 
yield to the Spirit. Release yourself to the Holy Spirit. Release yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let the witness of the Spirit rise in this house. Let the witness of the Spirit rise in this house. Let the power of the Holy Spirit fill your life. Let the power of the Holy Spirit cut off lies from your life and cause you to walk in power. Let the power of the Holy Spirit fall on you. Let the power of the Holy Spirit fall on you. Receive power. Receive power. Receive power. Not just words. Receive power. Receive power. All who are hungry, receive power. All who are thirsty, receive power. All who are waiting, receive power. Receive power. Receive power. Receive power. Receive power. Senteki, salu, bikanos tekuna, manos tequila shada, la marike bosone mauna, ibalute kabalia, rintosu kama inkela, rote ma inastabo likosa, ratoma sakabali shada hia. Where are the hungry? Receive power. Receive power. Ute manamalia. Hey anamalesto. Kanus tale sayenda. Rina sayadosa. Iala marusadabu. Lekashanda libra dosta. Iene malito sada. The witness of the Spirit, the power of the Spirit, the fullness of the Spirit. There's some people here, you're too intellectual. You're too intellectual. So your intellectualism has hindered the Holy Spirit for so long. But you've seen the mercy of God. You've seen the leading of God. Surrender your intellect to the Spirit of God. Worship God with your mind. Imagine, imagine, imagine how awesome God is. Worship God with your imagination. Worship God with your mind. Worship God with your imagination. Thank you, Father God. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.